Welcome to the Career After COVID podcast, preparing for success after the pandemic with Fleur Hull and Kim Koreljevic. Hi, Kim. Hey, Fleur. How are you going? Good. It's a good week. How's your week been? Um, pretty good. I've, um, you know, started studying my yeah. course, so that, that's been good. Um, slowly, I mean, I've been very organised, went and got new school books and everything, you know. That, oh, that kind of thing. how <laughs> exciting. <laughs> so that stationary. I know, I got stationary, so that was good. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and you know, just sort of the, this, that, and the other, kind of like starting to look around for jobs and work, and yeah. Okay, so you're doing that even though you're in in the study mode. Like, how demanding is the study? Um, it's look, it's only two subjects. Yeah. Um, it's a very interesting topic to me, the whole sort of forensic psychology area. Yes. And in fact, I did. This it was only an intro week this week, but I did that on Sunday. So before the actual course even started, I'd done the first week. So oh, you are um, organised. Yeah, I am. Organized. You're one of those annoying mature age students. I aren't know. You? I know. I am, particularly when you do distance, because you've just got to make sure you're keeping up. But um, so yeah, no, it's been um, it's been good. It's been interesting, and yeah, um, yeah, I've been enjoying it. Is really, there like a chat room. Sort of thing yeah. where you can all. How many people are in the course? Do you know? I think there might be like I don't know, maybe a hundred, fifty, hundred. Yeah, I can't. I don't even know to be honest. Like, but can you? There's like a, a space where you can yeah, just, kind of write and, and yeah, ask discussion boards. And, yeah, you know. So everyone's done their. You know, hello, I'm so and so, and I'm doing this course. So I think there's been about. 45 people that have done their hello introducing themselves so I sort of go on the 50% do it 50% probably didn't do it I don't know uh-huh. yeah I, I don't know it's hard to know but yeah so it should be a very interesting course on all things sort of psychology and crime so wow. yeah and do you know whether do you get a sense of whether what the breakdown is of how many people who are sort of already in the course and how many are doing it on the government's subsidised package? Pretty much everyone seems to be doing it on the government's subsidised package. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think there seems to be a lot that have, um, by their intros, they're sort of saying, you know, due to COVID, I'm taking up this opportunity. There's a lot of people that already work in different sort of types of, you know, law or order or, you know, psych in whatever, uh, and they've seen this opportunity to um, get this extra qualification. So it seems to be a pretty strong element of this cohort that they're all from, you know, taking up that opportunity, yeah, for COVID. That's yeah. really great. I do love to see taxpayers' dollars working well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you can go off and renovate your house. Oh, well, that's a that's a narrow little window that one it's sorry to get political that's a shocker though but anyway it's a bizarre one isn't it because you have to spend 150,000 to get which is basically adding a second story you know adding on two bedrooms and a a games room I know I know see I'm about to spend some money on getting new fencing done and some stuff to the house but I mean I don't have 25,000 or a hundred and something thousand to blow to get 25 you know it's just but I am going to be employing people to do some work. So. Yeah. 
But yeah. the thing is, like, anything that's over $100,000, my understanding is that's the sort of thing you need some sort of council involvement or approval with. Oh, it would have so to it's be. it's not like people are going to just have these things kind of shovel red, or maybe they are, I don't know, but then it was always going to happen. Anyway. Exactly. Moving right along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> today I thought we'd talk about getting past the things that are holding you back. Oh, God, yeah, okay, that's a good topic. <laughs> oh, my God, so We'll yeah. be online for about four days. Yes. As we explore the 482 things that can hold us, hold anyone oh, back. No, God. I've oh. got a few favourites, a few little uh, MOs that I uh, deploy. Yeah, exactly. Inadvertently or inadvertently. So mm. I thought we'd just go through those. But I, like I have it. to say, yay you for going with this study. I mean, nothing's holding you back there. Uh, no, look, it, it just... It's funny, isn't it? Because it is an area of interest of mine and um, I do, I actually do feel solidly about it that it will lead to employment in an area that I actually want to move into. So, hey, who knew that would happen? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. But, yeah. yeah. But the yeah, other I, thing is I just, you know, I was just thinking about it. I, I feel really grateful that I've had the opportunity of good education in my life and I, I don't, you know, I am really, really aware that not everyone has that and, and gets yeah. scared about going to study. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're pretty fortunate that we can sort of seize that opportunity and just launch into it and feel pretty comfortable with our ability to get through it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, not everyone does and not everyone even sort of, I guess, has that well probably wasn't raised with that understanding that they can aspire and they can set goals. I mean, they're things that you're taught, right? Mm. As you grow up, you know, aspire, set goals. Well, that's not even a thing in some people's world, you know, it's mm. just part of existence is where their um where their foundations have been. Um yeah, so it's actually quite surprising. I'm sure for some people to realise that these are opportunities that they could pursue. Mm. It's just not in their thinking for themselves. Yeah. No, I'm really, um, I'm really glad that you've you found that and that it started off well. Yeah. Yep. It's good. Good anchoring. <laughs> so the number one thing that holds a lot of people back on that subject is fear. Fear is such a powerful. Have you studied fear in your psychology? You must have studied fear in your psychology studies? To a degree, I guess. It, like, comes up in a lot of different topics but not as, like, a subject in itself. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a, um, I guess, a primal emotion, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a mean, physical thing, fear, yeah. you know. And it's because it's also a good thing. Yes. You know, that's... It can be motivating. It is. It, it's also... Yes, be fearful that that lion's coming at you and run like hell. Yeah. You know, that, that mm. very, like all of our emotions or our responses that we kind of look at as negatively sometimes are actually got a positive bent to them sometimes as well, like fear. Mm. So mm. Fear can actually be a good thing and it saves your life. Yep. 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 So, yeah. Uh, so I listed four different ones here. Fear of failure. Yeah, God. I think that's a huge one. <laughs> Fear of rejection, so, you know, applying mm. for that course and worrying you might not be accepted. 
That's right. Disappointment, I guess, goes along with that. And then fear of ridicule. I think a lot of us get caught up with this. Less so for me as I've got into my late 30s and, and 40s. I think, you, you know, you come to terms with the fact that you don't have to compare yourself to others or worry, worry about what others might be thinking. Mm. But I think it's still there, isn't it, for a lot of people? Yeah. And it's, it's ridicule. Is it judgment? I don't know what. Yeah, judgment. Word. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's sort of yeah. I couldn't care less if someone ridiculed me, but yeah, it's that judgment and yeah. There's elements to it, isn't there? For sure. Still. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's that all idea of the above. All yeah, of feeling the, above. the need to be validated. Yeah. Intrinsically. Yeah. Rather than just pursuing what you really want to do for your own reasons. Yep. And, again, I think we're social beings and we have that group dynamic, you know, yeah. like we, we want to be part of the in-group and yeah. sometimes we do things to push ourselves out when we actually hate that group. <laughs> but other times, mm. yeah, that wanting to be accepted by the group. Yeah. You know, and that's normal. Mm. Two, two things that have uh, my, uh, my daughter, eight-year-old daughter, said something about how she liked you know, to play games that were different at lunchtime at school. She's found a really close friend who's similar to her. She said, oh, yeah, they all like to play such and such or whatever and, you know, we like to do this and that and whatever. I said, oh, don't ever stop being different. Yeah. I said, different's really good. I said, as you grow older, you want to be more the same. You want to be like everyone else. But try and be different because different is interesting. Yeah, yeah. And it's her own authentic self isn't it yeah 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 no, and there's you know there's a little bit of genetic eccentricity there as you can imagine <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe size eight <laughs> she like is yeah she eight. turned eight last month no I just can't believe that like, it's like this little button last time I saw her <laughs> horsey you know like god so she next year she'll officially be a tween oh She's already practising talk to the hand and, you know, attitude and all that. Anyway, right. that's the little thing I tell my kids. So, yeah, it is. It's that. And the people that I loved at uni, once I got out of that sort of teen angsty thing, were the people that were different. Yeah. Not sure. the people who'd just gone down the, the kind of the mainstream path. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that really helped me along the way, I remember um, life coach Susan saying to me, a while back that um that whole idea that you know everyone's actually just watching themselves and thinking about everyone what everyone else thinks of them yeah they don't actually spend that much time thinking about you no not at all you know like and and yeah and and judgment becomes their problem Mm -mm -mm. my mum always says that too she always you know I, I remember at uni someone was you know actually being quite mean at a party or something and she's like oh What's their problem? It sounds really simple, but it, it really stuck with me and it has ever since. Yeah, and I think that that point that people are actually more watching themselves than watching you. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. Mm. Really mm. nice one to remember. Mm. Yeah. yeah. The other thing I picked up doing my research was something holding you back can be asking the wrong questions. So I think in terms of our goals, you know, we're often encouraged to think, how can I get there? Yep. 
was listening to a podcast the other day. I can't remember which one. If I'll put it in the show notes if I work it out. But it was more about who can help me. Mm. So that idea of, I guess, self-improvement and education and research mm-hmm. and actually saying, okay, well, this is the goal I want to achieve. Who are the experts in this? Mm-hmm. And how can I distill what they know? Yeah. Quickly to mm. apply it for my own life. Mm-mm. So I found that quite motivating. Yeah. I mean, I think it's something I naturally do, but maybe a lot of people don't. Yeah. I still think how can I get there? This, you, ha- you sort of have to think of the how, but I think the who is good too. Yeah, and I think the expert. Yeah. Go to the expert. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think it, very early on in our podcast I was talking about doing stuff with D-School or Y Combinator. Yes. Yep. You'll, you know, like tap into and do stuff there. But, yeah, again, they're the experts. Yep, and they can teach you and they can compress and distill everything quickly for you. Exactly. You don't actually have to go and do trial and error for years and years and years. Yeah. You might have to just do two months of intensive work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, worth it. Number three is lack of belief in yourself. I mean, this is just, this is a huge one, I think, you know, that everyone everyone you know grapples with either constantly or from time to time it's a whole episode on its own isn't it oh, yeah it's a whole it's a whole I actually quite know what to say because I've got <laughs> to say like I just <laughs> I think I've earned a PhD in that from time to time <laughs> uh, where to begin like I know I know. I mean, it's really, it's really the basis, isn't it, of understanding yourself and mm-hmm. working through, you know, stuff from your childhood and the time that someone didn't believe in you or said something nasty and how you took that on board and internalised it for decades and, mm-hmm. you know, all that crazy stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I'm certainly not qualified to to tackle that one, but I thought it needed to be mentioned. It's um, it's a life project, I think, for most of us. Well, not I many, not many people become adults feeling oh. completely anchored or settled in themselves. It's part of life's journey to to work out who you are and and believe that you know why you're here and what you're meant to do and and that you're worthy. Exactly, and I I'm doing you know like with horse riding, I'm doing. You know, I'm always listening to different coaches and stuff about, you know, because horse riding, you know, you can fear creeps into horse riding like really quickly. You know, it can. In and, terms uh, of falling off, being bucked off or. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. just use it for some reason like really quickly, confidence and everything. And we and the concept of being not good enough and fear of failure and fear and all the rest that came in. And it was like, well, what's the opposite of that? It's like, well, it's confidence, right? How do you get confidence? We well, only get confidence after you've done something and tried. So it sort of all came back to to become confident again. You've just got to try. You've just got to keep trying, and that's where your self belief will come from. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's like you can't just be. I'll be confident. I'm a good rider today. It's like no. I'm just going to have a crack. I might fall off. Something's going to happen. But yeah. I'll feel better, and I feel a little bit more confident afterwards. So yeah, it comes after it's that, that old cliche. It's a, there's a book title, isn't there? Feel feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. It'll lead to confidence and self belief. So, mm. yeah. 
And I guess kind of related to that, you know, negative people around you can hold you back. Oh, yeah. So you've got to surround yourself with positive people. But sometimes you don't know that the people around you are negative. No. You can have a narcissist in your friendship group or or just one of, your, one of your parents can be, you know, that sort of insidious gaslighting and, yeah. But, and, but then when people do say things, like they could be a good friend, but, you know, you've got a good friend and they just have like they might be the little bit of a Debbie Downer every so often and you're yes. describing something and they'll just say something so negative and it's like, you know, how to respond to that. So I was telling a friend about one of my crazy-ass business ideas and <laughs> he, They're not crazy-ass. Well, some of them are, like totally. <laughs> and um, I'm cool with that. And she went, oh, and then she kind of looked at me with this concerned face and went, aren't you just concerned that, like, you're not the first person to think of that and it probably might not work? And I was just kind of like... Well, I felt that in my tummy. Yeah, like, and I don't think this person sort of said it in a way to cut me down. I think she was actually thinking that. And I think if it was her trying to attempt something, she'd be thinking, I can't do this, you know, it's going to fail. But she kind of, you know, that sort of transference transferred her yes. me. And I could sort of sense that. So I kind of just went, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, it <laughs> just, but it is, you know, it, it is a really, yeah, sometimes there is that negativity around you, but it's the way you have to handle it because sometimes, I, I don't know, I don't think it's always coming from a bad place. I think it's, yeah, someone else's lack of confidence that's coming through, but you do, I think, have to say something kind of like, yeah, gee, great storms on the way too or something you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but again that's that's something that comes with experience doesn't it and 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 um and the work that you do on yourself through your life learning mm. you know I think I think having the ability to and it's probably something that I I think because I've been able to build my confidence through, you know, my life coaching experiences and, and you know, getting help along the way with therapy and stuff like that, that I, I sometimes forget that um, other people are still grappling with their really basic level of self-esteem. Yeah, definitely. Like, especially at our age. Yeah, definitely. You know, I kind of think, well, we're all, we've all kind of got through all of that, you know, desperate self-loathing and stuff and I think there's still those people out there for whatever reason you know and, and um yeah so yeah thinking, yeah. Of, thinking of what we say not being the negative person around the people in our lives too I guess is, is a takeaway there too isn't it exactly and and you know the old Michelle Obama when they go low you go high yeah yeah you yeah know, I, I like that one so oh yeah. god I love her yeah I know she's cool she was the first lady now. Um, number five, waiting for the perfect time. Mm -hmm. I think there's, you know, I think there's a lot of, and look, I think that is the beauty of what's happened with the pandemic, mm. that it's just everything is such disaster and crisis yeah. that I think it's, you know, it's in inverted commas so bad, the world, that you can almost just turn it completely on its head and go, well, there's never going to be 
you know, there's never going to be a good time. So um, let's do it now. No. There, there, yeah, I don't think there ever is a good time, is there? No, and, and that statement that I always think about, perfection is the enemy of progress. Yeah, yeah. So you've um, got to just get out there and whatever your idea is, just just have a crack at it. You yeah. Know, get the website out, up, write the first page of your book, yeah. put that job application in, whatever it is. Yeah. I think there's very few things that don't fall into that category and I always think, you know how, like, you say, you know, people say they're kids or whatever you you can be whatever you want to be in life. You can be. And I'm like, you can't. You can't no. be a, I can't be a prima ballerina. Never would have happened. No. You know, probably not an astronaut, probably not, you know, like a rocket. You know, like there's all these things that, yeah, you you, you actually can't do. And, like, so there's no time like the present or there's no perfect time. Well, if you're going to be a ballerina, actually there is a perfect time. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. There's these broad things, but I always think it's really funny that there's they there are a few things that you know that don't you know, follow the rule. Yeah, if you're told you're like six foot three, you know, teenage daughter, she could be a prima ballerina. I think you'd be like, you know, <laughs> yeah. There are some there are some criteria or cutoffs for certain things in your life. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? yeah. So yeah. I do agree that just there's no time like the present. Or as I said to an intern once, um, why do it today when you can do it tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> she looked at me like, where am I and who are you? And I'm like, that's not right, is it? It, it goes something else like I was trying to get it and I was like, oh, my God. Also, that, it was a mistake. It, was a total mistake. it wasn't actually a piece of wisdom. No, she was like, really? And I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> doing it tomorrow no that's not right either I could, today. could not get it I could not get it so yeah why put off today what you can do tomorrow that's not right no it's not anyway yeah. hopefully no one's just tuned in at this point yeah 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 not my strong point yeah <laughs> um and then the sixth category is lack of focus or dedication mm. procrastination mm. busy work busy work Lots of busy work. Yeah, I'm really finding um, a couple of tidbits that we talked about last week have really helped me this week. Um, one is that idea of eat the frog. So mm. when I start my work each morning, I go, what is the thing that's the most important and I probably least want to do? Yep. Get it done. Yep, that's good. And then the idea of, the, I can't remember the phrase for it, but like the top three. Just three things, and I know you you do the three things each day. You have your top three. Yeah. The, the must do three things. Yeah, exactly. Including the frog. The frog, yeah. And I think um, there's that benefit of having that, you know, accountability partner, isn't oh, there? Yeah. Like where, you know, I have to do this. I have to report in. I have to have shown that I've done. Yeah. So there is. Something to there's a business opportunity there. I used to think about it with my personal trainer. Mm. Like she was quite busy and so I couldn't get in. Just, I could only train with her once a week. But, like, I would have really appreciated if she'd called me up a couple of other times or texted me 
yeah. saying, where are you at? You know, where, where are, you, are you going out the door now for a walk? Yeah. Like you said you would? Yep, yep, absolutely. And you could sort of set, someone's probably already doing it, but set up a, a, um, a thing where you get text messages from a real person as well. You, I mean, yeah. you would end up automating it to scale it. But, you know, like you would have people put in what they were planning to do at what time and then you'd have a text message go out saying, have you eaten that frog yet? <laughs> I've eaten my red frogs and my green frogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there is like this whole concept of accountability coaching. Yeah. It can be that, but I don't know, it just seems like. Yeah, I think there's, I definitely do think there's something in it. And also booking times, you know, booking. I remember I did this whole month of, was it a month of Pilates where I had to do five sessions a week? Yeah. Of course, you have to book it in because it's like really, you know, only 10 reformer machines. So only, you know, first in best dress. So once you booked it in, you were just not cancelling because you knew you'd lose out your day. Like you wouldn't get back in. So that was just just and your horse up. thing during the the, the peak of COVID, right? Well, you had to yeah. book time to see your horse. Yeah, to say I'm going to be there at seven thirty, and if you didn't turn up, you missed your spot. So yeah. that booking time and someone to hold you accountable. To yeah, you. well, well, this time with you, if I was doing this podcast on my own, yeah, I'm not sure I would have got to nine episodes. I, I, I would have said, oh, I can do it tomorrow. I would have absolutely been like, oh, I don't really feel like it. I've got yep. a, this, you know, thing on this afternoon. And yep. but then we we juggle our time. Like, I've got something. Can we go early? You've got, yep. you know, always end up yep. making it happen. So yeah, absolutely yep. accountable yep. to each other for that. Yep. So, yeah, it's good. Um, the other things I put down here were giving up too soon, not having a plan. Mm. And not taking action. And I think one of the things that, and this is a pretty common tip, chunking yep. your to-do list. Yep. So instead of saying write strategic plan, <laughs> just say, <laughs> <laughs> chunk it up. Yeah. <laughs> write, write introduction. Yeah. Write three paragraphs. Yeah. Yeah, whiteboard it. Oh, the one. Brain dump. Actually, Aldi have got a special, a super special, I think, next week on whiteboards. So I'm going to get a whiteboard. <gasps> I know. It's pretty exciting. Are they mobile whiteboards or are they ones that you put on oh, your Oh, it's board? a mount on the wall. Have you got a mobile one, have you? I, I, I was excited for a moment then because I thought <sighs> a moment to get a mobile whiteboard. <laughs> oh, you want a, you've got one on the wall but you want a mobile one. Yeah, I've got a few but I, I would like one that. You know, I can move around with me. Oh, <laughs> what around the house? Oh, just you know, just yeah, like in and out of different rooms and stuff. So we've got, I've got a few different rooms upstairs that I use. So yeah, okay, yeah, no, I, I re- really wouldn't have. I'd be probably putting the whiteboard up downstairs, yeah, in the garage where I've got a little desk, yeah. So I'm not going to be dragging it upstairs. <laughs> I don't need the mobile one. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just standing up if my voice sounds different. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because my um my Fitbit watch things told me that I haven't stood this hour. Oh, okay. 
So right. I'm moving my yeah. arms. I don't know if you can see me on the screen, but I'm moving my arms to trick the Fitbit into thinking I'm exercising. Actually doing something. That's great. Apple oh. Watch, actually. I don't want to promote the wrong brand. It's an Apple Watch. Inspired <laughs> by my formal boss, Shirley. Oh, really? Yeah, she had one. Oh, did she? Yeah. Ah. She did Apple Pay with it, like probably three or four years ago when that was totally early adopting. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, she, she would go and get a coffee and tap it. She was pretty good at that, wasn't she? Yeah. Early adopter, like she was. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, what an inspiration. Yeah, she's very cool. Very yeah. good. Good. That's it for me. What Have you got any, like, other brilliant bits of wisdom? You're already pretty awesome. I know. Look, <laughs> I think um, I definitely think having, you know, sharing what you want to achieve with the people around you to motivate you and encourage you. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think people that are kind of on that same, you know, I don't want to say journey, but, you know, they want to get somewhere as well. And, yeah. um, and sometimes you don't want to do it and you've kind of got to do that Mel Robbins thing that I'm a fan of, which is like, Five, four, three, two, one, go. That's it. Oh. You don't you don't think about it, you just count down. Five, four, three, two, one, go, get up, go, do it. Oh my move, god, move. that's awesome. You haven't yeah. told me that one. Well, haven't I? Yeah, she's amazing. So you count um, it down. Yeah, just count down. That's it. And then you're going. That's it. Just move yourself. Move yourself now. So um, yeah. It's it's a quite a good one. That's awesome. Um, that's a great note to end on. Yeah, yeah, good. Have a fabulous second week of study. I will. I can't wait. I can hear more about it next week once you get in, start getting into the meaty stuff. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know what the two subjects are and what our topics are. And, yeah, it's, it's going to be very interesting. You're <laughs> awesome. How really, awesome. really happy for you that you've yeah, done something you. you love. Yeah, thank you. Thank okay. you. Have a awesome. great week. Great to chat. Bye. 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 Bye.